Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. I'm so excited for today's episode. My guest is Maria Bonita. She is a holistic health and wellness coach who uses self-love, mindfulness, and the power of plants to teach women who feel hooked on sugar how to regain control of their cravings so they can move on with their lives. If you enjoy this episode, please leave a comment and share it. Hi, Maria. How are you? Hi, how's it going? I'm doing fantastic. Nikki, how are you? Good. I'm doing good. It is cloudy today here in um, Ohio. It's been really sunny. So, and it's so weird because you feel your mood shift. Like it's been so sunny and I feel like happy and energized. And today I'm just like, blah, what is wrong? No, I know. I totally feel you. That's one of the reasons I left the UK because it was so gray every day (laughs) and I moved (laughs) to like a, you know, a sunny, warm country to feel that kind of, you know, the the energy from the sun, it really makes a difference. Right. (laughs) Um, Well, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do and how you came to find your health and wellness journey? Yeah. um, Awesome. Thank you. So, My name is Maria Bonita. I'm a certified holistic health and wellness coach. Um, And really, I've got to say it all began um, maybe 2015, I would say roughly 2015 when I was at university. And I was really, really struggling with um, many different health issues. I was kind of on the border of being obese at that point. um, And I was very stressed. I had a lot of anxiety. Um, And I kind of, my habits were everything that we would consider you know, the opposite of healthy, I probably was ticking the list, you know, like all of the wrong reasons, binge eating, binge drinking, smoking cigarettes, um, drug use, like everything that you can think of, I was doing all of the wrong things, right, you know, I'm sedentary, I wasn't doing exercise, Um, and um, the big kind of turning point for me was that my father passed away, and he had lung cancer, specifically from smoking, and so that was a really big kind of wake-up call for me, because it was but obviously not everyone's cancer is necessary through their own actions, but that, that specific one was. So I was like, you know, wow, okay, do I want to continue down the same path and, you know, live a life that is filled with illness and feeling bad and, you know, maybe even perhaps dying early? Or do I want to take control of my health, take control of my life and, you know, take my life in a different turn? So that was, you know, like, like a wake up point. And um it began really slowly. I'm, you know, I'm really honest with people. I'm not going to say that I changed everything the next day and I just became this super healthy person. Like, you know, it wasn't like that. It was different you right. know, steps one at a time. And, and one of the big things that um, I was dealing with was feeling like I was completely hooked on sugar. I would just I felt mm-hmm. like it was impossible to kind of just not eat like candy in the evening. Mostly I just, I really felt like I didn't have any control over it. And um, I really believed that I was just one of those people that had no self-control and was never going to be able to integrate any kind of healthy habits, right? Because at the point I tried to make some changes to my life, but it was always from a place of like lack and like, and and self-hate, you know, like, 
I want to lose weight, but not because I want to lose weight because I want to feel good and, and you know, right. like, do more in the world. It's like, I want to lose weight so that then I will accept myself and then other people will accept me and then I will allow myself to have fun and live, right? It was, it was always coming from the wrong place. So it was always right. like a crash diet and something that <laughs> never worked, never felt good. And um, I was in that cycle for a while. And I began, um, and then, then that's when I sort of really began um, experimenting different things and just seeing what felt right. I experimented, kind of changing my diet up, eating more plants, that felt good. Okay, so I'm going to do a little bit of exercise. And I realized that really helped me with um, like any kind of stress and anxiety. And then, okay, I'm going to practice a bit of yoga and, you know, each thing built on top of the other. And um, I really just realized that a lot of women still really struggle with sugar and actually not even just women because men sometimes you know send me messages as well and it's really really difficult so that's how I specifically decided to become a health coach and focus on helping women regain control of their sugar craving. I love that because I too I'm going to school right now for a health coach mm -hmm. but seriously last week and I I've always eaten pretty healthy um I've been a vegetarian since I was four or five um just I enjoy eating healthy but last week and I don't know if it was like I was stressed I was tired in the evening I was craving sugar I was eating jelly beans I don't know my kids had jelly beans already from Easter, <laughs> Easter and that's never happened to me before but it's the evening I don't know what like I'm trying to I have calmed down this week <laughs> getting yeah. back into yoga and practicing my tools I know I have already instilled in me practicing that um but how what do you think having a holistic approach to sugar means to you so to me specifically having a holistic approach to sugar means that we can't just change the food that we're eating and expect things to be different. Because I think that's the number one way most people see it is like, okay, well, you just need to change your diet, right? Change your diet and things will be different. And I do think that there is a physical component to it. And this, the food that we choose to eat definitely has an impact on the way that we feel is definitely important. But when we take a holistic approach, we need to recognize that's not the, the only thing that we want to be focusing on because the other side of it is our emotions. And a lot of us, some of us, what well, we emotionally eat um, because when we're eating, we're not feeling our, these emotions, right? So right. we're busy with our mouths. It's, it, you know, we're avoiding the feeling. So we have to deal with the emotional side of it. And then we also have to do with the mindset because a lot of us, um, unfortunately, have kind of a bit of a, a diet culture mindset programmed into us, even if we're, you know, try consciously to get rid of it. A lot of us, because of all the media that we see, the way we brought up, especially as teenagers, like I said, like, you know, the silly things that I used to do and stuff. Um, we still have this diet culture mindset that, um, you know, being skinny is the number one goal in life. And it's like the only thing worth living for, right? Right, so yeah. when we take all of these different things um, together, that's how I create a holistic approach. And then this obviously has an impact on the rest of your life. Because when you stop thinking about sugar all day, because if you feel hooked on it, you're basically thinking about it half the time. When can I eat it? When should I eat it? Could I, yes. you know, imagining what you could eat? feeling guilty about what you did eat right it takes up all this mental energy and when you get rid of that you're suddenly able to connect your intuition a bit more you're able to focus your creativity you know like there's no way I could have started a business when I was all day 
feeling sorry for myself, feeling like hooked on sugar. Like I didn't have the, the mental energy, like there was no space in my brain for it. So once you take this approach and you open up all these different avenues in your life and you just have more space to be a better person, right? You can, you can show up better in life for other people because you're more centered and you're feeling good about yourself. Yeah. That kind of um, comes to my next um, question. Recently, I saw on your Instagram, you had mentioned, um, how are you feeling? Like, ask yourself, how are you feeling when you're eating? Are you mad? Are you tense? Are you stressed? Or are you happy and satisfied? And I've actually started implementing that. I usually eat lunch at my desk while I'm working still. Mm -hmm. Since seeing that post, I have been making myself sit at my kitchen table and actually eat, eat and enjoy it and then come back to my office and start working. So thank you for that. <laughs> that's amazing. No, that's fantastic. Because it, like you say, it's, it's really important because so many of us, we think, oh, I'm too busy. I'm just going to eat quickly. Like I just need right. to eat to get something in my body and carry on, right? Mm -hmm. When you skip the meal, like you skip that sensation of pleasure, you skip the enjoyment, right? That's when you start looking for that somewhere else. And that's why a lot of people then, because you eat lunch in a rush, you don't really, sometimes you either don't really focus on what you're eating or you eat something that you don't really enjoy that much just because it's yeah. quote unquote healthy, right? And it's, like I said, there's a difference between choosing something healthy out of love and choosing something healthy out of an obligation. And when you do that, then you, you're not skipping the satisfaction. And the, the way that we eat is really, really important. There's, I mean, there's so many studies on this. Um, but there's, there's all these different evidence that the, the way that you eat has such a big impact. And the most famous one, I think I've mentioned this, I think I've spoken to you about this before, but there's a really famous study that was done in the 1970s on rabbits. And it was like, they were trying to find a correlation between um, eating certain foods and having certain health issues. And they gave these rabbits specific foods and they found out that yes, the rabbits, you know, they got sick, they had these health issues. But there was one group of rabbits that like never got sick. And they were like, why are these rabbits, you know, like they're eating the same food as the other ones, what's going on here? And they looked into it and they realized the researcher was taking the rabbits out of the cage, stroking them and, you know, playing with them and then feeding them like you would feed a pet or like you would feed a child, you know, with care, with love. And therefore the rabbits didn't have any of the negative health effects, right? And since then, there's other studies that have come out to prove, you know, the same thing. So yeah. sometimes we think like it's the food, you have to eat specific food. But the first thing I say to anyone is before you even change your food, change the way that you eat, right? Try and be mindful because yeah. that can have such a big impact. Mm -hmm. You have also <laughs> on your Instagram, first, at the we're gonna share your Instagram because everyone needs to be following you on Instagram. <laughs> um, but you did a post saying about um, good foods and bad foods. Like I'm not allowed to have this. This is good. This is bad. Mm -hmm. Or um, you also did a one on um, people thinking they had a bad day because they ate like crap or something. But then putting mm -hmm. in a perspective, like no you know, you weren't in a car accident, you're, you don't have cancer, someone you love wasn't diagnosed. Like that is so true and so good to come back to. And I always say that with my kids too. I have two girls. And when I was um, first got pregnant with my oldest, I remember thinking she will never hear me complain about my body, say like, um, 
talk about being fat or skinny or Mm -hmm. that's good food, that's bad food. And I think that's so important, very important. (laughs) Yeah, because we're so ingrained with that, that diet culture that we think that if one day, you know, you eat a bag of cookies, you've quote unquote failed for the day, right? Or if you, I don't know, you weigh yourself and you're like, oh, I put on a pound, you're like, okay, that's bad, right? Because we, we automatically associate those things with, with negative things. And and yeah, that's why I love that you, you point out because I, I wanted to share that because it's like, you know, at the end of the day, that's not really a big deal. And the fact that we make it a big deal and we say that it's negative is one of the reasons that then we actually cause binging and we cause all of these problems is by thinking that we've done something wrong. So you eat a cookie and then you feel guilty, right? And then it's that feeling of guilt that then drives more negative behavior. Whereas if you can step away for a minute and say, actually, it's not that big a deal. Like you say, like no one died, nothing, you know, major has happened. It's yeah. not a bad day. It's not a big deal. Then you can start kind of losing, it loses the control that it has on you, those kind of thoughts that this is bad, this is bad, you failed, you failed, right? Because that self-depreciating thinking then leads to more negative thinking, right? And leads to more negative problems that, that we don't really want. And it's just not necessary. Mm-hmm. That's true. What do you think, or what are your personal views on um, the whole, um, I guess, you know, the new, the it's, I don't want to say trendy right now, but it's very popular, like keto and fasting seem to be very popular. Are you kind of the approach like it might work for some people, might not, or? Yeah, I mean, I really encourage every single woman to keep experimenting and see what works for them. Like continually be experimenting. And like, I personally, you know, I I can't say that I'm in favor of keto because I'm very much plant-based. But even yes. within um, being plant-based, it's, I haven't done the same thing. Sometimes I've tried, you know, eating a bit more protein. I've tried eating a bit more carbs. I've tried all these different things. And I think it's one of those things where some things work for some people. And I think fasting is one of those that, like, I know people that fast and love it. And they feel mm-hmm. filled with energy and they feel amazing. And I've had friends who've tried fasting and they're like, I feel exhausted. I feel hungry. I feel tired, right? So it's really about... Um, trying different things out and with curiosity like I think it's different to like I said it's different to do these things from a place of I need to lose weight so that then I will feel good so that then I can get a boyfriend so that then I can do this than to be like you know what um I kind of just want to experiment and see if I eat this different way I'm going to have a bit more energy or if it's going to feel good in my body so I think it yeah it's all about testing things out and seeing how things work for you yeah, that's true. I've tried different things because I'm plant-based too. So a few years ago, I tried the raw food mm-hmm. um, and I did it for a month and it went really well. And then, you know, I just went back to vegan and stuff. And then I tried it later again and it didn't work for me at all. Like the second <laughs> time I tried, I think I was training for a half marathon though. My body just needed carbs more and stuff or I don't know. I, well, cause you're eating a lot of carbs on raw food. I don't know, but I tried then keto again, being plant-based. Um, and it was really hard for me. So, um, yeah, I think that's, uh, so true. Like everyone is just different needs to figure out, just try different things and see what works for them. 
Um, I, I like how you do mindset while you're working on someone. And I, I'll tell the listeners, I had um, the pleasure of actually you working on me, with me, and um, you shifted my whole mood and you implemented things that I needed to work on. And I sit here and I preach <laughs> about self-care, but you really put it down that I was not really working on self-care at all for myself. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. <laughs> no, you're, you're more than welcome. Like we always, and I like, and when I say this, I say myself included, we kind of think it's one of those things like, okay, like at the end of the day, once I've gotten like, you know, all my important things done, like if there's time, then I will sit down and read a book or, you know, mm, right. once I've got every expense paid for the month, if there's a little bit of money left, I might treat myself for a pedicure. Like it's always kind of on that thing, like, and especially, and I, well, this is my experience, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think especially for parents, when you have kids, you always think, okay, my kids come first, therefore I have to make sure they're feeling good, they're happy, and then if they're feeling amazing and everything's fine for them, then I'm allowed to take some time for myself, right? And yeah. really, it works the opposite way. So when you're feeling good about yourself, then you're going to show up and you're going to be, you know, a better entrepreneur, a better mother, a better father, a better sister, whatever it is for you, right? When you're feeling good, you're going to help um, everyone around you because we can always think about like, you know like have you ever gone into the room with someone that's kind of in a bad mood and like they don't even say anything you can literally feel it right you can feel like you're like oh this is kind of an uncomfortable place to be in and you don't want to be that person like we want to make sure that we're the person we're the people in the room that are raising the vibe for everyone and the best way to do that is to take care of yourself and try and feel good about yourself yeah that's true <laughs> um I love everything you're doing I love um, always talking with you. You're always so carefree and you make me, like I was really stressed this morning and had anxiety and just <laughs> talking with you has calmed me down and you're doing great things. Um, oh, thank you. If someone wants to get um, work with you, can you give your website? I'll put this in the show notes too and where they can find you, your Instagram handle and everything. Yeah, so on Instagram and on Facebook, I'm um, at The Vida Bonita. Um, and my website is the same, www.thevidabonita.com. And yeah, reach out to me. I'm probably like most, most active on Instagram, but I'm always responding those DMs. So feel free. Thank you. And I'd love to have you back again sometime. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd <we'd> love to. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for taking your time out of the day and coming on and talking with us. Oh, you're more than welcome, Nikki. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Maria. I provided the links to her website and her Instagram page, and Maria so kindly left a link for her free mindful eating worksheet. If you liked this episode, please leave a comment, a review, and share it. Thank you.